The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John the Baptist said to his disciples, The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks about earthly things. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, yet no one accepts his testimony. Whoever has accepted his testimony has certified this, that God is true. He whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has placed all things in his hands. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever disobeys the Son will not see life, but must endure God's wrath. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's first reading from Acts chapter 5, the apostles are preaching and healing many people and the Jewish leaders are very jealous and they concoct a law. You cannot preach in the name of Jesus. And since they have continued to preach, the Jewish authorities arrest Peter and some of his fellow apostles and throw them in prison. The angel breaks them out of prison and gives the command from God, continue to preach. So they continue to preach. And now we have today's first reading when the high priest questions them and says, we gave you orders, strict orders, not to teach in his name. Yet here you are, filling Jerusalem with your teaching. Peter and apostles answered, we must obey God rather than any human authority. That's a very important passage because it brings to light the conflict between the moral order, which is determined by God, and the state. And sometimes the two conflict. What's the answer to this relationship between faith and culture? Well, first of all, St. Paul makes it very clear. He says this in Romans chapter 13. We must be model citizens and try to obey societal laws as much as possible. He says, let every person be subject to the governing authority for there is no authority except from God. In other words, civil leaders have authority from God for the common good. And as best we can, we must obey those laws. Paul goes on to say we should even pray for our leaders, those in authority, so that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life, again, for the common good. But, and this is where the catechism comes into play, Paragraph 2242, when the laws of the state conflict with the demands of the moral order, the teaching of the gospel must take precedence. We must follow our conscience and not unjust laws. Or as Jesus would say in Matthew chapter 22, render under Caesar that which is Caesar and to God that which is God's. That brings us to the question of we have all of these laws from the state. What if they do conflict? What do we do? Well, we look to the hierarchy of law. At the very top is called eternal law. That's God's mind governing the whole of creation. It's his loving providence. 
and everything flows from the mind of God. Second down on the hierarchy of laws is the divine law, which is the very revelation of God through scripture and tradition, sacred scripture, sacred tradition. Underneath that is where we come into play because we have the law written in our hearts because we're created in God's image and likeness called the natural law. We have the ability to reason and by virtue of our rational nature, we're capable of knowing basic moral truth. The natural law then is universal, applies to everyone in every situation. It expresses the dignity of each person. At the bottom of the scale is what's called positive law, which is the laws of the state. Traffic laws, criminal code, the tax code, all of that. So when the positive law, the laws of the state, conflict with God's law as expressed, first of all, by the mind of God through the divine law of scripture and tradition and in our hearts through the natural law, then we must choose God. Now this has very practical implications and it has throughout history. So I'll just give you a few examples. St. Thomas More, he was a lawyer. He knew the positive law, the laws of the state. That was his job. He also knew God. When he was in the employ of King Henry VIII and King Henry VIII wanted to say, I'm no longer going to follow the church of Rome. I'm going to start my own church because I want to divorce my wife, Catherine of Aragon, because she can't bear me children. That's not a valid reason to divorce because it was a sacramental marriage. Thomas More had a choice to make. Shall I follow the king's law? As king was going to make up a new law, he could divorce his wife. Or do I follow God? Of course, he chose, I'm going to follow God. Well, that didn't sit well with the king, and there's the conflict. Sent to the tower, had his head chopped off. But he's a saint. Now, what did he write? And this was in the movie, A Man for All Seasons. He says, some men think that the earth is round. Others think it flat. It's a matter of question. But if it is flat, will the king's command make it round? And if it is round, will the king's command flatten it? In other words, the king can make all the laws he wants. If they conflict with God, the truth, truth will prevail, and I will follow that. Martin Luther King, just in the last century, when he was trying to bring civil rights to bear, he wrote his letter from a Birmingham jail, and he quoted the very same principle, even though he wasn't Catholic. He said, an unjust law is a code out of harmony with the moral law, that is the law of God, and I choose not to follow it. Because there are all kinds of these positive laws, man-made laws about where Certain people could eat and drink and so forth. Very discriminatory. The Nuremberg trials after the Holocaust also took this principle into effect because the defendants who were prison guards and so forth, the Nazi officials, they were defending themselves by saying, we were simply following the law of the state, validly passed civil law. That said, for example, that certain people could be sterilized. 
And then, of course, that went all the way up to the final solution. But they relied on that. They said, we were following the positive law. The court responded, yes, but there's a higher law, the natural law, God's law written in your hearts, you know good from evil. And they relied on that to convict these criminals. We're faced with that today. We live in a secular society, and there's certain principles that are now beginning to undermine the teaching of the church. Laws that are being passed by the state. And we have to be very careful that we understand that we have a higher duty. Just as St. Paul and St. Peter would tell the Jewish authorities who were trying to arrest them, we have a higher authority. So let us rejoice that we are Catholic, we know the teachings of the Church, and let us ask for the grace which is given without reserve. That's the other thing we heard in today's Gospel from John chapter 3. John the Baptist says, He whom God has sent speaks the words of God. He gives the Spirit without measure. Let's open our hearts and receive that same Spirit without measure. We may have courage in the face of this difficult culture that we live in.